You are listening to Sippin' Tea with Joshua and Kevin, the inquiring black guys. This is a Reverie Studios production. Make sure to download the Reverie app for the best and queer rate entertainment available for iOS, Chromecast, Apple TV, and Roku. La, 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 la. Long as we got. That Duh. was my scissor. <laughs> Tita, we just talked about this. You're not supposed to start talking until I introduce you. Damn, let's get into it. <laughs> what we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome back to another episode of Sippin' Tea with Joshua and Kevin. That was a nice little melody. What do you think? Oh, we're working on it. We're working on it. There we go. <laughs> we're working on a new jingle. Yeah, um, if you on. have any ideas for us, you can tweet us mm-hmm. at Sippin' TWJK. Boom. Hey, what's up, y'all? We're back in the studio again for the episode where we're going to be talking about black dating and black love and probably some sex and maybe some other stuff, too. So we'll see what actually happens when we start talking. Hey, Kevin, what's up? Man, I'm chilling, chilling, just ruminating on, uh, you know, positive black love. And, you know, it makes it makes my heart warm. You know? Yeah. I got great examples. I got, I got great <sighs> I don't. I have a cold heart. <laughs> Single for you too long. It's okay. <laughs> there is hope. I'm saying that just Shut to up. piss you off. I yeah. made a status yesterday on my Facebook, and I was talking about how people in relationship love talking about how I'm going to eventually find somebody. Shut the hell up. You don't know that. I'm always going to be single. Anyway, hey Casey. <laughs> what up? Nothing. You chilling? Yeah. Cool. And we in the studio today with Tina. Hey Tina. Hey guys. <laughs> we she told back. Tina to sit in the corner until we introduce her. <laughs> I did good this time. Kinda. She did real good. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me back. Y'all not sipping me yet? No. It's pretty soon it's going to be sipping tea with Joshua, Kevin, and Tina. Exactly. <laughs> hey! Exactly. We're just going to keep bringing back people that we like have recurring on the show. It's be permanent <laughs> we hosts. change the name, you know? <laughs> That's our <theme>. Literally. <laughs> the, the, the tea room. It's yeah, the tea. Rotating oh, in and out. yes. That's great. I like it. I'm I open like, to it. We're open to Please it, tweet them and tell them to do that for real, guys. Yeah, tweet, tweet us, please. We have a Twitter. We don't use it enough. Yeah, either. y'all can make the change. Be the change that you want to see. Mm-hmm. Make you the know? change. Be the change. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're trying to tell y'all to do today. Um, and you know what? We got tea um, because you can't have sipping tea with Joshua and Kevin without tea. Am I right? You right. What? <laughs> what? I was right. You ain't lying. Oh, <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> I'm mad you keep sending it to her. I was like, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to hit you back. <laughs> I was like, man. Oh! <laughs> I know he he lobbed that up that, that softball, but she wasn't ready. She, she was, was still was talking at to me the I coach. She was ready. She was like, come in at the mic. Like, she was going to say the right like, thing. True. And then she's like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. But then you had well, like whispered, do it again, do it again. Because you can't have sipping tea with Joshua and Kevin without tea, am I right? You ain't lying. And I ain't wrong. Hey, hey. she was ready yep. that time. Um, but anyway. We're going to be talking about relationships and stuff today because I don't have one, and maybe we can figure out how we can get me one. And <laughs> single people, y'all can figure out how to get one, too. Kevin? <laughs> oh, man. I got. I don't got no... Uh, I, I don't want to tell you about the hope thing because, you know, you're going to be mad yeah, at me. Yeah, don't. I don't. You're going to be mad at me. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, my, my general view on it, and we'll talk about it more later, but it's like, it's a numbers game, man. We put too much on, you know, being single versus not being single, you know, like... It's uh, it, it, grass always looks green on the other side. Okay, wait. That's tell me, tell us about this. Um, yeah, hello. <laughs> I've been in a relationship. I'm happy. You don't That's have to that have that ten thousand no... foot viewpoint. If you in it, you might not be able to see the whole forest for the trees. You know what? I on that status, I what? Uh, on that status, I put this one guy made a really good um point. He said, "Hold up." He says. I don't know why people in relationships tend to say that it is condescending as if being in a relationship means something more than not. Things are a grind no matter which side of the grass you're on. Mm. And I was like, That's you're right. It is the truth. Well, it is also, you got to specify who you're talking to. Some single people want to be single, you know, and they should be single and they should enjoy their singledom. At the same time, 
um, a lot of times when these conversations come up, it's because somebody's just like, oh, I've been single for too long. God damn it. I don't want to be single no more. I yeah. want something. And it's just like, well, let's speak to what you want. So even if you're giving the advice, you should speak to exactly who you're talking to instead of like platitudes because that always comes across as uh, condescending. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to know where the person's at and what they need because, you know, not everybody needs to be in a relationship or is ready to be in a relationship. And that's probably why they aren't in a relationship. Well, mm-mm. that's not always true. I mean, some people are ready for love and they still not. And some people ain't, and some they people still ain't. And they are. still are. And you you're know, like, you really don't need to be here right now with this young yeah, lady. Yeah, I think it is a maturity thing. I think that people need to understand that you got to analyze yourself and see, like, where you are. See, for me, I need someone that's just as busy as I am hmm. because I don't have time <laughs> to give as much time as I – well, you know – I, I'm just, I've just never really been that kind of person who's like, I want to see you every day, every second of every day. And like, mm-hmm. I just, I'm busy and I want my alone time. But that doesn't mean I don't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I just want it on my terms. Is that selfish? No. No. <laughs> no. But there, there are difficulties that come with that too. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you got to know what, uh, what obstacles you uh, put out there as well. You know what I'm saying? I it's got like a lot of obstacles. Sides. I'm emotionally unavailable. So much. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just think that you got to find somebody who like is looking for the same thing as you a lot of times people just like want somebody you know what i mean mm-hmm. you start trying to like bend and twist yourself to yeah, like fit you forget into who like you are yeah to get into, you know what oh, i yeah. mean and you like well i'm gonna just make it work you know like i want to see him but he's not really you know trying to you know, da, da, da. and it's just like you you need to just be okay with the fact that this person is not the one for you yeah and like be okay being by yourself which is not a thing that i feel like people are really teaching i feel like Nowadays, we're getting to, you know, that whole self-love thing. We got all the Instagram tweet quotes. You yep. know, we got these little <laughs> poets giving us, you know, this life. So I'm really working on this, like, self-partnered thing, you know, and just being okay with not being with anybody because the concept of not being okay with being by yourself and then ending up with just anyone just because you're not okay with being by yourself is so dangerous. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, it's the holidays is what get me. I'm just like, especially towards the end of the year, I'm like, mm, wow, I would love to be in a relationship with someone during Christmas time. Really? You know, okay. <laughs> it is it is something that's like, and when it gets colder, it's like, oh, right. wouldn't it be cute to, to be like snuggled spoon. up or go? Yeah, it is too hot to spoon in the summertime if you ain't got no air conditioning. But like in the winter, it's like, oh, it's cold. And like, we can go like walk and hold hands and the apple orchard or some shit like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think that sometimes it, it really does people's the clock start ticking at the end of the year i just want my mama at the end of the year personally really there yeah. you go yeah i'm like where's she at let's That's go nice. there well, <laughs> can, we, can, can i ask this then because i'm interested uh to hear from y'all perspective like what shaped your dating desires like in terms of like a model like this is a relationship i will want or I like this person. I like how this person goes about it because that person seems to be killing it. You know, whether they're single or in a relationship, they just seem to have it. What's like, what, what kind of shaped your, um, you know, your model for what you would even go after dating wise? Like as you were growing up, I I'm not the right person to ask <laughs> answer that question because like my model is very different than like what. Well, no, that's exactly why we want to hear it. Well, I mean, look. So I grew up in the South. You know what I mean? I grew up uh, with seven siblings i was the youngest of seven kids mm-hmm. four girls and two boys and the two boys are not relationship material even though a lot of those girls thought they were mm-hmm. which is why they had so many relationships mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. so i did not base my model off of that but my parents are still together so i had that and my sister's uh, for the most part, we're, um, you know, dating for a lot. I'm not going to tell my sister's life, but I, I you know, like I, I, I saw so many different things uh, growing up in my household. But in my school, I mean, like so many people like latched onto each other. Really, in, I think it's just a really depressing place to be in Barnwell, South Carolina. I mean, if you listen, friends, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it A lot of those people like got together in high school and then that they didn't see any future past barnwell south carolina mm-hmm. and gotcha. now they are married and are bigger and have had children and have bought houses and are still in barnwell and surrounding areas and i'm wondering are you really happy in the relationship that you're in because you know i mean i had 
I had big dreams, you know, I mean, I wanted to get away from the South and I wanted to, you know, move and do different things. And as I started going to different areas, I learned that dating is different in different areas. And like, I did learn about myself. Like I thought that I wanted a relationship and I would start getting really close to being in one and I would figure out something about myself or maybe I would start second guessing myself and realizing that maybe I really I'm not, or maybe I was just afraid of being in a relationship. So I would find something about that person to be like, oh, no, I can't date you anymore. You're too nice. You know what I mean? Okay. Something stupid, something really like try um, something dumb. You know what I mean? So I, my, my um, I'm probably not the best person to, because uh, I, I, I have a very, I have a very cynical, I have a very cynical approach to, I want a relationship. I really, really do. But I do, uh, I do look at them differently. And I think that I still need to analyze myself about like, the things that I want and the things that I expect. But I do think that I am very traditional in the sense that I do want to be courted. That's like one thing that I do appreciate. I okay. think because I'm from the South. There we go. Yeah. And um, I do like the idea of like a traditional relationship where there are set roles and there are, I mean, I'm open to changing things. There's so much there to unpack. Uh, I want to I come back to that. No. There's a lot to unpack. I know. There's a lot of things to unpack. Said, boy, <laughs> we got Southern culture. We got traditional relationship roles. We got, you know, all these different things. I just want to throw the question to you as well, Tina, in terms of uh, what kind of shaped your perspective dating-wise even before you even started dating. Such a packed question. I mean, I grew up in um, Haiti. Big family, super tight. Um five well four siblings so it was five of us and my parents got divorced when I was in college um so on the one hand growing up I was always like I want this I want the family I want you know but then you grow up and then you just start realizing the bullshit Mm -hmm. you know that was actually underneath it all and you're like oh yikes you know even like between my parents, like, this dating, this romance thing is, like, super dangerous, you know? You realize your parents are human. You realize that your dad is just a guy and your mom is just a girl. And they maybe shouldn't have done this. And nope. it- <laughs> Yikes, I just said that on radio. Sorry, Dad, if you listen to this. You're not going to listen to this. fine. Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> but um, it definitely kind of is, like, a humongous cautionary like tail for me and it absolutely colors the way that I interact with anybody you know what I mean I'm just like super cautious because like ultimately I still want that I loved my family I loved you know like the tightness of us when we were growing up and I want that you know I want a family I want kids I want all that but I'm like I have to make sure that I do this with the right person I have to make sure I do this in the right way in the right time you know and so I I don't believe in casual anything And I had to learn that kind of like the long road for myself because I started dealing with these people and thinking, you know, it's okay if we don't have the title right now as long as we're exclusive or it's okay if, you know, as long as, you know, we're we're respecting each other, we can work our way there or we can, you know, if, you know, and all these different like compromises. Um, And then I just realized that like, no, I, I actually have a very specific goal when I'm dating and when I make myself available to someone, when I make myself vulnerable in that way, I, I want this to mean something. Yeah. Like beyond the orgasm, beyond these cuddles. Like don't come at me if you're not trying to build because I want a family. Yeah. And Fuck I want to do it right. Fuck boys, not allowed. Not allowed. And that's the thing that kind of like, when it's the casual thing. is like I'm not really here. I, when I was having this conversation recently with someone who was like, God, without divulging all my, <laughs> all my tea on the <laughs> on sipping tea um, about a relationship <laughs> that was you know had the potential of doing a little something and then I I don't I'm gonna say it whatever I think that the millennial millennials are having this complex about relationships right now that are is different than it's, it's getting away from like the traditional what like relationships 
were um, mm-hmm. back in the day. And like they're all this like, oh, I don't really believe in monogamy. I don't really believe in relationships. I think people get in relationships, they're unhappy. And um, there's no such thing as a successful relationship. It's just people like, you know, forcing things into uh, wanting to be with someone. And they're like, well, I'm just happy being single and having fun and like having like casual interactions and blah, blah, blah. And, like, you know, just fucking around. And that's just not my life. And like, cause you're right. When you open yourself up to be like vulnerable to someone, that's like that is so hard for me to do because I've grown up to be like so stoic and like to keep yeah. my emotions at bay as much as I possibly can and not really show my not to put my emotions on my sleeve. It just I'm not that kind of person. And when I do open myself up to be that way, I'm not looking for no games from you. Like don't don't play games with me because I don't want to play unless mm-hmm. we go on Dave and Buster's. Let's not play no games, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. but I think I think I think that like I appreciate about our our um generation just like the fact that we can be a little bit more honest about what we're able to do and what we're trying to do you know like i have to be honest with myself in dating i know that i'm not interested in and i'm not able to be casual you know and there are some people who know that they're not interested in and they're not able to be monogamous you Mm -hmm. know what i mean don't come at me if that's what you're doing be over there be poly be open. I think some people are honest to themselves, but not necessarily honest in the relationship. And at the beginning, especially, right. I mean, there are people who like who like the attention, who like to. Why you bother me when you know you don't want me? <sighs> and that was it's a, but like, man. <laughs> why you that's bother the, me when you know you got a woman? Thing. Oh my god. Just like, ugh. anyways. Um, <laughs> it's just like it's just like if you can just be honest with yourself and what you're really out here for, like you can save so many people's times. Like, don't yeah, waste my time. Like, I. And then I was propositioned with the give me time thing. No, no, no. I, I'm not going to. Reclaiming my time? Huh? Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming, <laughs> Reclaiming my time. <laughs> no, thank you. You can have your time, but I'm not going to be, like, waiting for you to, like, find that time. Right. You know? Do what you got to do, but I'm not. don't expect me to be, like, on call. Right. For you, unless that's the arrangement that we See, have. That's always together. fascinating. I mean, if it's to like me a friends thing, friends benefit. People wanting to be casual to a certain extent. Like, I mean, I enjoyed being single when I was single, but I'm a lazy dude. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, like I got chase you around, text, and like entice. Like, no, how can we get to like? All right, this will be our date on this time, yeah. and then this will be our alone time, and then this will be our date on this time, and then this will be our alone time. If it's not simple, like I don't want to have to keep convincing would be like what you juggling with like who else i don't want to know about no other dude i'm not thinking about no other dude you know what i'm saying like i'm not <laughs> i'm not doing none of that stuff right. so like it's so fascinating to me to see like and hear you know people even when we was young and whatnot and like having a model of like you know older dudes it's like man he's killing it he getting all the numbers and whatnot i never quite understood that when it was when i really thought about it aside from how cool it looked and it was just mm-hmm. like but how do you like do you know like all these girls that we know, like, they have a lot with them. You know, they're full human beings, and, like, one woman is, like, a lot of women. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you juggle three? Like, you just asking for more trouble, and then when it and shit hits the fan, and it's just like, you got three mad women at you? Like, I can't. I have yeah, trouble with one woman stronger. being mad at me, so I don't know how you do multiple. But, you know, that's for somebody else that has, you know, energy in that realm. Yeah. I'm lazy. I like one. So the beginning. So before we started this conversation, you mentioned there was a numbers game. Is mm-hmm. that what? what are you what talking about telephone equation? numbers or it's like quantity over quality? No, 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 no. So I feel like sometimes people get caught up. We get caught up in like I I, I say this first about myself, and this helped me um, as I was dealing with my singledom um, when I was uh, in my single uh, state at that time. Um, get caught up in like, damn, like ain't nobody out here, I'm tired of, you know, starting this, and, like, these dates are going this way, and it sucks, and it's just, like, this whole dating landscape, like, it is all strictly a numbers game. Like, at a certain point, like, it's going to be, it may be a lot of people that you got to go through before something actually hits and you actually click with somebody, and it takes a lot of investment. You know, you can't look at it in a purely economical way the whole time um, because you still have to invest that time, that energy, uh, the money, the emotional um, expenditure. You know, you still got to invest all that into all these different people, but eventually, if you meet enough people, you're going to meet the right person. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about dating apps or whatnot. Like, I'm tired of swiping. Like, Tinder never worked for me. Bumble never worked for me. Like, I got no dates off of those. Coffee Meets Bagel was the only one that worked for me. Eventually, I met my girlfriend through that that app. But like, I was on that app for three years, getting dates, but not 
getting close to no relationships right. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I flirted with a couple things, but I was doing better just meeting people through friends. You know what I'm saying? But like, eventually, it was like it's a numbers game. Like at the end of the day, like especially with the apps or just meeting somebody, like you you should take a second to step out of it and you know when it gets too much and it's overwhelming just like hey like the numbers aren't in my favor right now (laughs) you know like eventually they will shuffle and something will hit um and then also like I've been dealing like it's been a past two months um and my girlfriend and I our separate friend circle and kind of combined friend circle there have been uh some breakups going on right Mm -hmm. so then you get the other side of people breaking up and like uh, people think the, the the world's ending because of the, the breakups or whatnot, um, which I completely understand. Been there too, but it's also <laughs> just like even with that, it's just like, well, that's kind of what dating is, especially when you're young and you don't have like. I grew up first kind of recognizing my parents' friend circle because it was like, all married couples when I was growing up, and my aunts and uncles they were just my friends of uh, my parents' friends, right? And so thinking about that growing up, I was just like, oh, getting married is the best thing, and like. I'm going to be married. That's exactly what I want. Like, immediately, as soon as I can be married. Um, I remember thinking about that, like, when I was, like, 12. And then by the time I became around, like, 18, um, stuff got real. And, like, people started getting divorced. (laughs) I mean, and some stories that I finally heard, like, through the grapevine, um, through my mom, you know, when she told me later, because, you know, you don't talk to kids about uh, grown folk business Mm -hmm. but like when I was eventually grown enough to know a little bit of something it was just like some heartbreaking stories Mm -hmm. within that and I'm just like oh but that's like the stuff that you should really like feel some way about like you got kids mortgages you got stuff to split up like you gotta get new bank accounts like that's that's some stuff but like if we breaking up and like you know you young you in your 20s or whatnot and like I'm getting out of my 20s just turned 30 or whatnot and it's just like I'm seeing because I've been there like uh, stormed and told everybody about like oh this breakup and my heart been broken and crying and da 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 but it's also like well that's what dating is in terms of like and eventually you're going to break up with 99% of the people that you end up messing with. Like, they all going to be gone. We're all looking for one. So, like, you got to go through. It's trial and error. You got to you know, go do it. And I want to switch the conversation a little bit, too, like, to dating while black. Because I think that black, I, I mean, I don't know. Because we're three black people in Casey. Um, I think that we can, like, talk about dating. <laughs> she honorary <laughs> <From> now. <laughs> <laughs> she damn. Uh, that should be the name of the show, Three White People in Casey. But I think it's, it's interesting, especially dating in Los Angeles, because I found that dating here is very difficult because I don't think a lot of people are on a long-term relationship goal or track right here in Los Angeles. Yeah. I think that we all have our own hustles. We're all trying to make it to what we're trying to do. And I think that sometimes relationships end up being more of a burden and an obstacle uh, to getting to where you want to go. And I understand that completely. And I, that's why I want someone who's busy and like also hustling and like understands that we're trying to make it. Let's make it together. But reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll, we'll get to it together. I have been finding, especially here in Los Angeles, I feel like in Minnesota and Milwaukee, whenever I would like go on dates, it was more likely that I would get like a second, third, fourth date, something that's going to end up like going into like a dating situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that here in LA, it's I, it's such a fucking skill. I feel like I should start putting dating on my resume oh. because I feel like every time I go on a date, it's like a new. I'm learning something else about myself and like how I how I act on dates and especially when you're going on a date with someone that is not black Mm -hmm. uh, I found that the conversations if I start talking about race which I always do Mm -hmm. I wonder like how I come across to other people to other non-black people if it's off-putting and if the things the things that I say like am I ruined am I putting my am I digging myself into a hole when I'm dating and is it like affecting like is my blackness affecting me in the dating world? Especially, I know it does on Tinder, 100%. It may be. Uh, let me ask you this then. Um, how do you pre-screen who you end up going on said first date with? Like in I terms mean, of like, how much like conversation, what do you try to... It depends. At this point, I'm over the whole like back and forth conversation. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? That's like, it, Trash. let's get to something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can like, if you're on Tinder, you can really talk to someone. Like, you know, like right away, like 
based on like what they choose to lead the conversation with. If they actually acknowledge something on my profile mm -hmm. and then we can start talking about things from there. Or if we can just get into like natural conversation. It's not like say like uh, we're not like asking the same questions about like getting to know you which should be reserved for the first date anyway. Like I'm not interested in talking about how many siblings I have over Tinder. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. those are the things I'm not really interested in doing. Like be a conversationalist and actually talk to me about something. Um, so if I feel like it's like a nice little vibe, like I like to go like on a first date right away because I'm not like, no, like, well, you know, within like a week or so, because I'm like, look, we're, at this point, we're literally just going to like keep talking about how our days are going for two weeks. And then what the year be, you're going to go away. And then I'm going to delete Tinder because I'm sick of how yeah. many of these same conversations I keep having over and over again. Or if you match with someone and you don't even talk to them, it's like, what's right. the point? That's my, my experience with Tinder which I abhor Tinder. I've only done it like twice. But the, the, okay, so I did Tinder out here in LA and matched with some people. No one ever messages you. If you message them, they don't really necessarily respond. Just like completely no mm -hmm. messaging Yeah, that's occurred. a numbers game for sure. Um, mm -hmm. And then I went to Philly and did Tinder over there and my Tinder was popping. But I don't live there. Well, let me so ask. that's not very helpful. Anytime you're out of the... Anytime you're out of the city you live in, it's different. Because when I was in San Francisco, it was the same thing. Yeah. Like, but swipe, match, trash. swipe, match, swipe, match. I was like, oh, I'm cute, huh? Swipe, right. match. So I kept right. on going. Right. I was like, but this is great. I think that that goes right back to, like, your original question of dating while black. Like, dating on these apps while black. Like, as a as a black woman, I there is an, an enormous difference between my dating life or, like, potentials in L.A. versus when I lived in Philly. You know, I went to college in Philly, and I moved out here, like, a year out. But... Like, I was kind of dating, you know, not like I wasn't in like any serious relationships, but every now and then you meet somebody, this dude here, this dude was here, you know, whatever. It's just like conversations and stuff, you know, just you naturally know. through you life. Had a, you, had, you had options when you needed them. It was stuff, whatever. You know. you know, I'm bored. What you doing? L.A.? And this is just my experience. I know that there are, I have black friends who are just out here doing the damn thing. But, like, it's just, you have to be a lot more proactive yeah. if you want to date as a black woman in L.A. Like, you got to, like, be like, this is, th my intention this year is that all of my friends who are actively dating are actively working at dating. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? They are actively on these apps. They are actively going out. I have a friend who has <laughs> this thing called Project Discomfort. And she's like, let's go out to Project Discomfort. And, like, you go to the bar and you try to, like, make eye contact with someone or you find someone and you give them your phone number. And things come to her because she's working at it and like i'm kind of in an opposite space right now where i'm like i'm, I'm just working on her you know mm -hmm. what i mean and like if i meet someone through like life who i feel like i vibe with then you know i would explore that but as far as like pursuing you know bringing something in i feel like it's just making space for bullshit is generally all i've ever found when i tried to make space for dating out here um but like the like natural like meeting people that like would happen when I lived on the East Coast is like non-existent. It's not the same thing. It, people are braver and I think are better at interpersonal communication, interpersonal interactions everywhere else other than, other than LA. Uh, LA. LA. Just like you're out, like in Philly, you go out, you know, you just like bump into people. You're at the club. You like meet somebody at the bar, like whatever, yeah. whatever. Here. There's a level of pretension. But I also think that a lot of people, because there are a lot of people from all over the place here in L.A., they're kind of like trying to figure it out. Everyone's right. still just always trying to figure out who's who and like what's what and like right. how you actually do things here. And it's different in like the gay world, different in the straight world. I, I, it's a very different game uh, completely. Do you have racial preferences? I can I, I answer that question on the air. Oh, <laughs> of course, that's your show. So yeah. Fuck you I'm sorry, I've cursed on this. Is that? Oh, that fuck yeah. Thing? Okay, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I I prefer black guys. Um, I've only ever been on a date with one white guy one time, and it was weird. <laughs> he was weird. I don't. I don't hold all white guys responsible for that interaction. <laughs> it was just like he was just a dude who was into black women and really into the difference. And he was just like, "Oh, you like my you like my beard? I got a white ass beard, huh?" See, that's the thing. Yeah. Like that. See, see that. that yeah, that's yeah, good. That's, that's never good. That's never good. That's where I start getting things. 
Yeah, so I mean, I can't speak as a black woman when it comes to like the fetishization that happens when it comes from from white from white men, but like the amount of people that date black men for the BBC mm. is big black cock. If, uh, if I had I know, to explain I that yeah. to, I didn't know. Yeah. I'm glad you broke it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for our listeners who didn't know, yeah, uh, it's it's really really frustrating, and it's like it becomes it becomes like I feel I feel nasty, and I used to huh. I used to when I started realizing this, it wasn't when I was in, I guess, Minnesota when I started realizing that that's a thing that people do. Um, when you start seeking out specifically black men because of that reason, because of like, yeah, it's just hot. I mean, thank you for appreciating black people, but also don't do that to me because yeah. I just feel like I'm like someone you just like, because what, what, what is it about? What is it about other people that just like turns you off? You know what I mean? Like what? So I think for me, if you have an open mind, that's great. If you don't have any racial hangups, perfect, but don't single me out and say that I, you only date black men. Right. I used to like date people and I would look back at their previous history, and if it was only black men, mm. I'm like, nah. we, I, I'll be over here. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do it with you anymore. Yeah. Because I think that in LA, it's like, it's either, there's very, I mean, obviously it's not like black and white. This is some, there's gray area, of course, in the middle, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of uh, white people who are like after black men exclusively, and then there are a lot of white people who are not, who just don't want to be around black people in that arena <laughs> so um and that's that, that's that's a that's a that's been a struggle for me being out here five sure <laughs> um and i also wonder kevin to your point earlier that this like this gray area about being black <laughs> um like yeah. i don't i don't i don't think i necessarily appeal to black men either that okay oh. so that's the that's like the other side of that is that like there i mean I don't, I don't like, mm, okay. it's like, am I no, too no, white? Let's go there. Right, let's let's, because, let's okay. talk about it. So let's I have talk a, because so like, I was like, I got I'm my not, own I'm sticks. not, I don't, cons- I don't think I'm too white. I don't feel like that's really, I don't think thing, I am either, but I think know? that I'm not black enough. That's okay. the one thing I've always, cool. I've had this, I've, I don't, sometimes I wonder, am I black enough for certain people? Because like, I'm black. I know I'm black. I'm a black man. I'm proud of my blackness, but I'm also who I am. Mm-hmm. My personality is who my personality is. I used to go through a phase back in the day. Because um, if you line my siblings up, me and I'm here. Here are my siblings. Here I am over here. Mm-hmm. I'm nothing like my siblings. Um, so if you were to line us up, like you, you wouldn't really know that we're together, like we we look alike. But mm-hmm. in action. Back in middle school, I went through a phase of being teased for being an Oreo, mm-hmm. uh, and I used to go wear my brother's clothes to school, the two sizes too big for me, to try to be more black. Mm-hmm. And I, that phase lasted for about a, a couple weeks, maybe a month, and I was like, this is stupid. Uh, so I stopped caring about it, and like, I started to embrace who I am, because I, I just it's too much effort for me to like not be who I am, because... I am who I am. So, um, but I think that it has hindered me in certain dating situations. Oh, 100%. Look, trust me, I got all types of hangups and insecurities about um, my blackness being questioned, especially by black women. Mm -hmm. Um, I have always loved black women, but uh, one of the hangups that I had to deal with as a little kid in dating, I come from a very um, diverse area and like interracial marriage was always around and like normalized mm-hmm. um before i guess a little ahead of the curve uh, nationally before it was nationally in our um suburb it was just apparent and natural um so like you know having a white girlfriend in middle school was like a like a thing mm-hmm. like i remember one of the and mind you it was stupid because like we're in middle school so we only know but so many people so like if you date one girl like there's only so many girls like you can't be in so many different circles but like you know there were certain black girls that did not want me at that time which is understandable that's fine i was you know going through my awkward period and it was just (laughs) like oh so this little white girl likes me cool so i'm gonna date her right no other thoughts about it but then one of the black girls i remember distinctly and i will never forget um, she pulled me to a side uh, during like a field day, right? This time I'm dating this um, one girl. Was, like I think she was white and Native American. She was biracial. I, I definitely remember. But um, 
but yeah, so she would definitely would have fit in the white category based on our middle school definitions of, of everything, of race. Um, so the black girl pulls me to the side, and she was just like, Kevin, you're going to marry a white girl. And I'm sitting here like, what you, what you mean? Because it, it didn't mean that on its face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was one of those statements. It was just like, yeah, you can't, you basically can't handle us. You can't deal with us black women. So you said, yeah, cool. Like, you just wanted them corny dudes that don't date black women. And I was just like, I, I caught all the subtext. Because, like, these are my homegirls, too. Like, mm-hmm. I know these girls. I grew up with these girls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like, but me and you had a little something in sixth grade. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, but so many more girls. Like, I only know, like, 30 girls because there's only 30 girls in class. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it really stuck with me. And, like, at different points of my life or whatnot, it's come up no matter what the track record is. It's always a questioning. It's just like, oh, but you probably only date white women. I'm just like, that's not true at all. Like, never been true. Like, not even in, like, not, go through my Facebook or whatnot. The people I'm actually with, like, you know what I'm saying? Circles in it. I've definitely been in very white circles, been the only black guy. But, like, I ain't dating none of them girls. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, <laughs> like look, I'm particular. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't walk. Look, I know some things. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm aware. But, like, at the same time, I, I got all the hang up. I know exactly what you mean in feeling, like, not black enough and, like, you know, certain girls. There's certain girls I didn't talk to. I remember even being in college. Like, I went to um, Morehouse. So, I'm, like, in the AUC. So, mm-hmm. Spelman is heaven on earth to me. Like the best, <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, that's an echo." Um, but yeah, that's my that's my epitome. That's on the pedestal for me. A Spelman woman can get it every day of the week, right? <laughs> but it was also I was dating a, a, a woman. We had a long distance relationship, and she was um, uh, um, uh, Pakistani. And so, like, I remember being down there, and when me and her broke up, before me and her got together, there were certain girls in class. Like, I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't think I can. I just didn't have the confidence. I was like, she ain't going to like me like that, man. She ain't going to like me. Like, I, we don't have nothing to talk about. I don't know. Like, I didn't, it, you never felt a connection because I had certain hang-ups or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there was certain other Spelmanites, other black women, it was just like, oh, cool, we, we click. And then certain ones surprised me. But, you know, those all are there. But because of that socialization, you know, it really, it really fucks people up, for it lack does. of a better term. And that's like, a, it's like this weird cycle because, like, I, I'm more attracted to black people personally you know (laughs) but um but like also at the same time when you go out and you like see like black guys and then you're like oh you know i'm attracted to this person and then all of a sudden they have like a like a distance that they put and they're like nah i'm over here with these white girls you know that's like that's like their thing you know what i mean and they just kind of like so it, and it becomes this circle sometimes you sometimes you go out you're like oh hey and then they're like nah and then sometimes <laughs> you go out and you're like this nigga doesn't like me so i'm gonna be like nah first mm-hmm. yeah. you know before he nods me so that it like ends up making your circle so much smaller because you're so aware or like afraid of this potential of rejection that you kind of put it on yourself you know what i mean but it's so real yeah, like it's you so internalize real that shit. you internalize it like you know what i mean like you and so like it, it ends up making like for me, dating in LA or like approaching black guys in LA, I have, like, I've had so many experiences where it's just like I'm clearly not what you're looking for. That I, I'm just like I'm good. You know, if you're interested, you can come over here. Yeah. But like I'm not putting out. I'm not. I'm just not. Every date I went on, in terms of like when I was still on, on the dating apps or whatnot, I'd be on a date with a black woman, and the conversation would always turn to like. Look, it's so hard out here for us. Like, literally, like they, they would tell me, and I'm gonna be like, Jesus. like you know, like I, I feel you. Like, I, it shouldn't trauma. be that hard. She was like, yo, they, and and they'll be like, oh, Cali dudes are the worst. And I'm just like, I can't, I don't know no Cali dudes. Like, I'm not from Cali. I Cali, hang out with I other mean, dudes. Like, I don't like, want to shade I mean, no Cali dude. I, I mean, I don't know him like that. But like, damn, well, it's interesting for me because like I'll worse. be on Tinder, like talking to somebody, and like. I used to be, like, guaranteed to match with, like, any black person that came across my... Mm-hmm. Especially when I first got out here. It was, like, swipe match, swipe match. It was, like, very easy. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you know, get into conversations. Like, for one thing... Okay, so I don't do... I don't do fuckboys. I just can't do it anymore. I just... I just don't. When people text me, say, H-R-U, I cannot respond to those messages. I cannot... I just cannot... We have nothing in common. <laughs> this is not going to work out what anymore. What does H-R-U stand for? How are you? Oh! Okay. Like, I just can't... W-Y-D. Like, just W-Y-D, take the yes. time to, like, ask me. 
the question. You know just, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it just becomes like the the fuck boyery is like is real is real in L.A. I've noticed for sure, but. I, I noticed too that sometimes people think that I'm too bougie, which I, there are yeah sure I am sometimes, um, but like Blame also it, like it doesn't like it doesn't what 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 does that mean exactly to you for me as like if to dating like is it really like something is it me being bougie or is it something that I'm not enough of for you that's what I'm really curious about because it's happened at work the other day with this new coworker who is um, checking for me and I just uh, not really interested in dating a coworker. Uh, at this point in my life, we just got into this new season. I don't need don't that. don't Drama. do it it's unless too, it's like it's too much. Of, it's too small of an office. I'm telling you that story. Yeah, it's too small of an office, and I just, it's don't, too much drama. Don't I just, do I don't, it. I just can't do it. Um, but this person, like, I was like working. I was literally working. I was writing something down, and like he said something to me, and I look. I just happen to look up, and he says, "Why'd you roll your eyes at me like that?" I'm like, I, I. Is this, this is, that's not rolling my eyes? It's me looking at you. He's like, you know what? You just you you so bougie. I'm like, what? What do you? I I don't have time for that. You know, what I mean, the, the games. I just don't have yeah. time for the games. That shit ain't cute. It's not cute, and it's like I don't know. Like for me, I've never really had any racial um, hangups at all. I I'm very. I think what my circumstances. I've I've dated more white folk. Mm-hmm. Then uh, black folk just circumstantial. Like I don't know much you know about the Midwest, but it's <laughs> 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 it's not very it's not very diverse. Uh, so I mean, I just I got what I, I got what I got, and even here, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, there's obviously a lot more black people here, but it's just but different. It's a different. It's, it's different. a different thing, especially from the East Coast or whatnot. Because I remember even being like being out here, and then also I was in Vegas before I was out here. The West is just different from the East Coast. Like I'm used to cities like Baltimore and DC and mm-hmm. Philly, you know, being in New York or whatnot. Um, and you don't even got to think twice about like where do I got to go to see black people? Right. Or like you know, like in LA, it was just like which bars? Like yeah, are they going to play hip hop tonight? Right. Are they yeah. going to da da da? You actually got to think about yeah, that out yeah. here, right. which in those cities on the East Coast, you don't got to think about at all. You just right. go somewhere right. and you're good. Right. You know, for the most part. I mean, there's definitely segregation I mean, to a certain yeah. social segregation you, to a certain. You can extent. know what area to be at. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I know what night near you go out in DC. I know what, if I want to look for diversity, I'm going to go on Friday night and I'm going to go to Blow. Yeah, you got to go to a certain night. I know exactly right. what night I need to show up. When I go, if I go out in downtown, I can go to Lash, and I know if I want to see black people out, I'm going to go on '90s hip hop and R&B night or Southern Comfort night because I know that that's where. Is gonna be more diversity. Mm. But you really gotta like know the city and you map it know out. Yep. Figure yeah. it out. It's like hit or miss. Get there by nine p.m. It's like <laughs> hard as hell. Yeah, yeah it's, I it's, don't have time for that personally. Nah, especially if you ain't got no crew. Like you out here by yourself. Like I moved out here by myself, so it's just like I'm not trying to roll to every party. Like find it to find my black people. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, it's just me. I ain't got no crew. Y'all got crews. Y'all yeah. y'all been out here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna get a table. And I'm gonna be the one guy. What? Like, I'm not for when that When people game. have crews, it, I think it even makes it worse because there's that whole, like, if my friends don't like you, then I'm not gonna like you either, even though maybe I do like you. If my <laughs> friends are checking for you, it's like, well, then maybe I shouldn't talk to you. There's just so many games. There's so many and games. And the way like, the club trends the... is going is like, everything is about getting tables and bottle service and yeah, stuff like and that. Like, you so don't it's even just interact. like, don't nobody talk or, to nobody. Body, going just, out, going why out. you said get out of my look? Look, I will not. If I pay a cover, especially, I'm not gonna go stand against somebody's wall. I'm gonna be right in the middle of the dance floor, living my fucking life. Yeah. Because is <laughs> is not. I'm no. I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Even if I'm not paying a cover, get off the dance floor if you're not gonna dance. There's so much potential. Like, get off if you're not that cute. If you you're not too, you're not too cute to dance. Seriously, get off the floor. That, I and mean, I think that's what happens a lot of times. Like, oof. people just don't. I miss that. I miss that going out in clubs in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and like it was a club, and like people would come up to you and start talking to you. You know, what yeah. I mean? it was like there's no like there's no game. Well, you like, get you that say eye exactly contact because people's all there to be around one another. Yeah. Like, like I don't trust no going out spot. If we dancing and if I don't break a sweat, I ain't do my job that night. Right. Like this, I don't. You shouldn't be cute. LA, and, no, I, you better I break just, a sweat I and be a little musty at LA, the end of the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if your if your goal is to go out and be sweaty, then you like don't go out. You don't go out. Don't go or out. Or you like, go, go to, to like the house certain pre-game. places. No, like, you go, go to, to the house. Put on your Spotify playlist. Kick it with your friends. Buy a bottle of wine. But if you just like want to be like 
out around people and like talking than LA is the right city. I you can, can tell just you like go to, go to like some bars and like no. chats. I can tell you good clubs to go hand. to. There's some good spots. There's some yeah. good spots. And you got to go to certain parties. Like you got to follow the, like the parties yeah. to go to out here yeah. too. Yeah. I know I know like they're like branded, you know, Kiss and Grind or whatever colors whatever. But I'm just like I'm it helps, but it needs it, to be some does. regular stuff. It really should like, be. It shouldn't be so much of a hassle to to, to find fun, um, and to find fun to socialize yeah. to meet people. It's it's, it's so it's, yeah. It's pretentious here. It's Do you guys difficult. think that uh, I I was thinking about this too, like on the last episode, um, talking about how much media affects our psyche and what we think about people and how we approach the world. Do you think that media? What do you think media is doing to like our perception of? dating so for me for example like i would say like whenever i start watching things like <laughs> the underground or like oh. insecure or it's when i just see like really attractive black people on television i'm like got you yo okay mm-hmm. i'm like trying to find i don't know some, if that needs to be uh, the no, model for our day they was trying to survive <laughs> I, mean, I, I'm thinking about the lead. Trying to I was movie. thinking about the lead actually <laughs> you know um but you know like, when you see like really attractive black people on television i'm like dang what have I been doing with my life? You know what I mean? Like, I should start dating more black people. Do you think that, depending on who who's watching what and, and when and whatever, do you think that de- that determines, like, who you end up, like, looking for when you go out? No, I will counter against that just from my experience and the, those that I've spoken with, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, across the board from racial spectrums. Um, I think pe- who people really decide to date is primarily shaped by those that they grew up with, the household that they grew up in, and then, you know, definitely individual desires, you know, because people will seek out Mm -hmm. something separate from, you know, how they grew up or or whatnot. But uh, I think those uh, people's dating um, desires and kind of, you know, how they go about it, it's a a lot more personalized than the media's um, influence on it, I think. I'll counter. I will counter. Because, okay, so we're living in, like, the age of black girl magic. Mm-hmm. And hey, hey. it is, ooh, it's my heart, uh-huh. you know? But I did not grow up in the age of black girl magic. So, you know, I know what it was to be a black girl at one point versus what it is to be a black girl at this point with, like, the whole natural hair movement right. and the whole just celebrating of ourselves and just, like, the black women are on a different level right now. It hasn't exactly translated. L.A. has not gotten on board yet, but... Um, I think that like, I think that our accepting of ourselves and our celebrating of ourselves is trickling down into okay. other people appreciating us more. Um, just like, and, and I haven't experienced this in my personal dating life, but just like the way that mainly on social media, the way that people talk about black women, the way mm-hmm. that people, you know, are just like more conscious of celebrating and protecting and just like stuff like that is definitely becoming more a part of the culture than I feel like it was you know, like in the '90s, of just like honoring and like black love. It's just like you know, it's it's getting back in style as opposed to like yeah, you know. I feel like the sentiment out. is better, but I don't feel like that's dictating people's dating choices as opposed to like, you know, I see a lot of people just like, oh man, well, Beyonce is the best ever. You know what I'm saying? Like other non-black people, it's like Beyonce is just that's just across yeah, the board. I mean, but that doesn't mean white dudes out here being like, you know what? I need who, to get me a Beyonce. Like, like, I mean, I don't know if Beyonce is the face of. the no, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> for, not. not I'm, I don't want to make that point. I don't want to make that point. I don't want to make that point. Yeah, Beyonce, I, that's I not my point. I love you. I love you, girl. But like, you know, she's not. Yeah, you know, I just she's feel not. like there are dudes who are like, you know, I'm, I'm out here giving you queen. You know, like there's like yeah. it's happening. It's it's a slower process, but it's definitely happening. And I think we are moving towards that to direction as well. I think that I, I think that that's what we missed out on a lot for the last like several years is that we only saw like what people what we saw as beauty right. was white people and like that or light-skinned people light-skinned people light-skinned right. girls big hair you right. know what i mean like the mixed girls like it's right. it's easier to date someone that way versus like to go you know completely different skin tone i think it's like it's 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 not i mean it's scary i think it's uncomfortable you know because it's different for a lot of people especially those that are not black right. uh, to, to go to go out and, and you know look for something that and like ex- experience the beauty of uh, black features well, and and even in like this time of like like increased racial tensions mm-hmm. I think that like there are people who are coming home 
not that like, but I'm just saying like I like I've spoken to people just like Black Lives Matter people who who date outside of their race a lot who just like are because of like these differences and these conversations that are coming to the surface are like not really able to overlook certain things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over able to let certain things slide or just like tired of like having to explain themselves or just like looking for like that comfort of being with someone who already gets you, who already understands certain things. You know what I mean? So like yeah, I I just feel like and this is just like the optimist in me because I'm definitely single as shit. <laughs> I just feel like black love is coming back. I do and too. Yes. I agree. <laughs> I really agree. And, and but is it because it's coming back because we're seeing it so much on TV? No, I think I it's. I think, think that. I think that TV is reflective of what's happening. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but it's all a cycle. You know what I mean? It's happening on TV not, because it's happening yeah. in real life because it's happening on TV because it's happening in real life. Right. You know what and I mean? There's, but there's still so many. I mean, it, it, there's so many. You know. Any black blog or whatnot will cover all the fuck shit that goes on, and oh there's still trash dudes out here who are still following on those circles. Though, if you're following those circles, you're aware of that. But if you're not following those circles, and you only happen and you're living the life, if you live in the life that I'm living. And before I started watching like a lot of the insecurities and things like that, I mm-hmm. kind of stopped thinking about like black relationships because I wasn't seeing them around in my like in my day to day life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have black friends, and they're all, all of us very very single. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So like until I started seeing things on television, I'm like, oh. This is a thing, and like you know, what, like the black girl magic things, like those are things that are like you know. And I follow like Black Africans on Earth, like these these blogs that are like you know celebrating mm-hmm. like black people, and like you know showing the beauty of like uh, African uh, African features versus like European features, which you know there's a lot of model blogs about that too. But I think that you're right. I think it is like a circle, but I do think that it, there is something to be said. I'll speak for myself uh, from like what we see on television is like starting to reflect in our in my life um of what i want and like what i like see is because i think i I, i'm a victim of that shit too like okay so you're saying you you tv has influenced you to desire not necessarily more it reminded me okay yeah i would say it reminded me about like you know what maybe i should start like making more of a conscious effort because it's easy it's easy to be like oh i can just like date this white person because like there's so many of them in like the dating world that's like you know obviously like ready you know what i mean and it's like this like, i think it's like less but i'm not even ready. like i would never date a white person i would love to be in a relationship with a white person because i feel like if i ended up in a relationship with a white person then that person would be like just like so amazing for me to have like left that comfort zone and like felt safe enough to be that vulnerable with someone you know, like just because I have like an automatic distance, right? Mm-hmm. Was, and I, I work at a company called Black and Sexy TV. Like I am, I am always You're steeped black in blackness. People. I'm steeped in blackness. It's very yeah. comfortable for me. I have white friends, of course, but like to like a to like the amount of intimacy that a relationship requires, like that would be just like another level. And I would love to meet that person who let me let that guard down. Well, you know what I mean? But I asked y'all both a question, something <laughs> that that I deal with or whatnot. My girlfriend now is Cambodian and. Her family grew up around uh, a lot of black folks and went to school with black folks. So they're, and they're, most of their friends are black. So like it's a safe space. It always was kind of like a safe space in that respect in 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 this relationship for me. Um, but have you found, because I did find this when I was dating a, a, um, myself, that um, I was just like sometimes I want to turn, like I want a relationship for me. Like I can't carry like the burdens of black America on me into my dating life because that my partner is only going to be dealing with Kevin, not like black Kevin, right. not like any representation, like none of my Morehouse Spellman stuff, none of my other, they, uh-uh, I, I just need somebody when I don't want to talk about blackness. It's just like, but what about when I just want my back rubbed and like, you don't got to be black to rub my back, you know? Um, like, is there any, um, like, I, I don't know, how do you deal with that type of, um, those layers? Cause like, there's obviously like, my identity, but then like in a relationship, it's like you're looking for something really specific and really personal that doesn't have to do with a cultural group. Like, how do you how do you both deal with uh, any of those feelings that balancing blackness and then you know just something that's individual? You know, when you're trying to date somebody. But when I feel like I I become like more like black <laughs> when I'm dealing with someone who isn't black. 
because there's Ooh. just so much that I have to Ooh. that isn't a given that I have to explain. That isn't like like I'm I'm just Tina, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like I don't mind being your friend. I can't be your black friend. Yeah, which like I hate that. Yep. In college, I had so many people who were like, who like I went to PWI, I went to St. Joseph's University, um, and so I had so many friends who when they would, like, who were just, like, cool people, but then when they were talking to me, it was different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, what's up, girlfriend? Because I was your black friend. I, so you had to, like, become black. Mm-hmm. You know, and you had to start Ooh, performing. Yep. And yeah. then, I, and then you know, asking me all types of questions about things that you always wondered about. And, like, I, I, I can't be that. Like, I can be that for you to, like, a degree mm-hmm. for maybe 12 minutes in my day, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, I can't do that, like in no. the intimate context. Yeah, and that's why I'm like dating outside of my race would be so difficult for me because like I can't, I can't be, I can't be your black girlfriend. Hundred percent. I need understand. to just be Tina. Yep. That I I agree with that one hundred percent too, and I think that you have to think about it too, very situationally. It's very case by case basis because you will have those people that are so ignorant and so naive, and they don't really understand the why that's a problem to say things like you know, the make those black jokes, what's up, girl, you know, all those things like that, you know, or, you know, th- th- teeter with the idea of saying the N-word and things like that, like, right. that's not, we, I, I can't spend my, I can't, you're right, I can't spend my day, like, educating, I don't mind doing it because I think it's necessary for us to do right, so. Sure. But, you in know, a read a book. Setting, maybe, in a social setting, maybe. Yeah, but, but like, like you can't be in my bed talking right. about. talking crazy. <laughs> right, you know? and, like, I've, yeah. had, I've had a couple situations, couple relationships recently um, in L.A., the friends living single that was one mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, conversation that happened and I had a, it was this big thing about uh, race talking about like oh I don't see color what the nah. fuck is this you, you don't you, see like, me. Are, you, are you blind so you, you, you don't see me you say exactly you don't see me if you don't see color um, but then we also had a conversation uh, a different different uh, relationship a conversation about um, growing up black but I'm like I actually grew up black and you can't tell me something that's not what you saw on some documentary uh, does not reflect all black people. So you don't act like you have more information about me because you read this book or you saw this movie or you heard from this person. It's not the same thing. So I, it is a difference like to have like that. And it's safe. It's safe to be in a relationship with a black person because you don't, you already have that common yeah. ground. And even though our black experiences are very different, probably. Then you start having those conversations on an individual level. And then, yeah, yeah and exactly. And then you can a... start relating and like picking and choosing. It's right. not taking away from your blackness, it's right. adding to it. Right. Versus like, you know, having to like take away, you know, and not be who you are. Uh, because it is, I do find uh, sometimes that I have to be less uh, aggressive with talking about black. Um, culture with some people because I think that some people get uncomfortable by it and I'm like while I am going to be myself and I'm going to believe what I believe I don't want to like pressure you all at once you know what I mean yeah. you kind of have to spoon feed people certain things to get them to get that same message that you are trying to get them to understand uh, I do think that uh, it is a it's, it's difficult it's difficult but I'm yeah. not saying that I'm not I'm not opposed to it. It's something you, know you always got to be aware of. Because I remember one of the tough things, like, on the East Coast, once again, um, especially from where I'm from in Maryland, like, interracial dating was very uh, normalized, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it, but it was a difference in terms of, like, the white people that I interacted with because there was a familiarity with black culture that was a little more steeped than it is, like, out West. Sure. So it was just, like, coming out here, I'm just like, Oh no, you ain't never really been. I really right, felt tokenized. Yeah. I've really yeah. felt tokenized. So it's just like, so oh, much. so now I can't, I can't date you because now I'm gonna have to explain shit, and you don't have any context. I can't give you context. Right. Like I'm not here for that. Like on the East Coast, it was a different thing. It was just like I don't have to give you as much context. There's a difference that's respected, but now we can get to being people, and we'll get to that when we need to. But like you already have a certain level of context. But out here, I rarely, if ever, see that in Los Angeles or whatnot. So it's just like one of those things, but like, and so I completely understand like the the you you want to go where, um, where, where what's safe and easy so you can get to the real stuff that you want to get to as opposed to any fluff and BS or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I think I, I was having a conversation with my best friend about this, and she she's very she's a black black girl, um, and she's she wants a black man too. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it, the conversation kind of is, is like that. It's like you don't. It's like too much of like a hassle to like try to explain everything about because you know so it, it is white people are listening to this still if you didn't get turned off from this conversation um it, it is up to you guys to start doing some work on your own like if you don't have black friends maybe start trying to find some black friends and like 
not single black friends out and be like, oh, she's black. Let me go try to be her friend. Versus like, you know, be meeting organic person, with it and meeting right. someone and like not being, a po- you know, if you're going to a party, don't go and be um, comfortable and like start talking to the white group of people. You know what I mean? There's, I'm sure there's a black person at, well, at some Well, even across event, the you know board, I mean? like I, I always work. thought, I never cut myself off, like just because on the numbers game things, just mm-hmm. like in part of like male privilege, it's just like, I don't want to date just black women because there's a lot of women in the world right. and there's more women for me to date. And like, mm-hmm. just selfishly, like right. I want to date them all, like yeah. all of them. Like, you know, that's just, a, <laughs> you grow up as a young like dude. Like Pokemon. I'm just like, hey, I, want, <laughs> I, want, I want my stat, my stamps and my past sports for all of them. I want every different type of culture. You know what I'm saying? But like across the board and especially what people don't know about approaching black people and dealing with black cultures, like um, we like people just to be who the hell they are mm-hmm. first. Like so you can so we can just be people because usually black people are fetishized and stereotyped and um, put in one box or whatnot. Like don't do that to nobody. But yeah. we all should like explore but step to people knowing your limits <laughs> you know what i'm saying know who you are know what you don't know exactly and try to connect mm-hmm. on a human to human level as opposed to like oh i gotta say something like i'm not gonna walk up to no asian person and say every like f- fucking every asian uh, thing that i know asian i'm not gonna go bow to them and yeah, like right. say you know i'm not like, gonna talk to just... my girlfriend my girlfriend's cambodian like i didn't know nothing about cambodia before i started dating her and that would have been the motherfucking wrong thing to do to start off yeah. being like tell me all about cambodia nah Tell me about you. Right. Dude, eventually you'll and teach me we'll some shit talk about Cambodia. About Cambodia like, you know because that's where as a part of who I am. Like right. you have to just like talk to people as human beings. Like, yes, our race I'm proud of my race and I want my don't ignore the fact that this is a You can't ignore right. it, but, but like, don't like you have to kind of see me. Yeah. And th- in seeing me, you see all of me, not just seeing Right. <laughs> what you see at face value and then like Picking and choosing, oh, do I want to get to know this person based on, like, don't let my race be my your first filter and whether or not you want to get to know me or not get to know me. Damn, man. Let that be an additional bonus People to open you. themselves up. Like, there's, everybody got so much to offer. And, like, mm-hmm. now, mind you, that's not me being anti anything. Like, once again, my plateau, like, if you want to type, like, give me a Spelman woman. Any, any day of the week, like, let's talk. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm going to take you out. I'm going to buy your meal at, at the very least. But at the end of the day, like, you know, there's a lot to to to, to know and experience, you know, whether that's if you're only going to date black people or you're going to date, you know, hopefully everybody. Like, you know, whatever it may be, just don't limit yourself to look for a person, you know what I'm saying, on yeah. some ideal stuff. But, like, know exactly what you're looking for. Right. 100%. I hear that. Uh, we have to wrap it up. But I do, I'm curious, to say, what, are, what are your viewers saying about – I mean, like comments or emails that you guys get about black relationships. Like, do you get people saying, "Oh my God, thank you so much for making this content," because I finally relate to something that, like, you know, these relationships are who I see in my own life, things like that. Is it like encouraging for you to create more content? Talk about that. Yeah, um, I think so. I work at Black and Sexy TV. Mm-hmm. Just say that in case people didn't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I think one of the things that people, one of the reasons people are so drawn to our platform is that, like, our first priority is you know, creating narratives around normalizing black love. You know what I mean? And, and not even just, like, in a concept, concept of, like, making it, like, higher than it is, you know, showing it flawed, showing the gray areas, just showing it as it occurs, you know, in a very, like, human way because black love happens in a million different ways. You know what I mean? Um, and it's rarely showcased on TV in a way that feels like the way it happens in real life. You know what I mean? I mean... There are series now coming out, you know, that 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 are doing a better job of that. But definitely, I think that's that's definitely one of the bigger pools. And we have uh, the show that we're doing right now is called Chef Julian, and um, uh, the main character Julian is like a flawed 2017 boy man person who everybody who is just like dating and just like fucking up, you know, and like they're like factions, you know, who are like team team wendy and julian or team fuck him or team you know and they're very very invested because i think it it resonates you know with like what a lot of our audience is dealing with in the in their dating lives and in their friends dating lives um and you know representation matters and people really want to see that acted out on tv so i think that's definitely one of the one of the things that we offer i dig it I dig it. Go watch them. Sounds like that's something we yeah, need. You know, everybody need to be checking that out. You know, check that 
Oh, Join a team. There's more out. more teams. You know, you're, if you're Team Issa or Team Lawrence, that's okay. There's some other teams for you. Black it's and Sexy TV teams. got some other teams for you to yeah. jump on. You could be Team Sip and Tea. Exactly. Uh, team Sip and Tea. <laughs> yeah. Team Josh. Team Can we Kevin. make that a hashtag? Team Kevin. Team Josh. Great. MSI. Team Kevin. Team Joshua. Uh oh. Hey. Oh, we, we we against JK, each other now. We divided. Hey, we we, nah. we on opposite hey, sides hey, of the table, hey. so we gotta be, you know. Must be. The next time we get get a debate where we're like, okay. we're we're, we're, we're about yeah. yeah, we gotta. We, I don't know, man. We we starting to agree on a lot of things. Are we yeah. influencing each other? I don't know. Is this our, this is our natural state. We're not argumentative <coughs> with each other like that. Nah, not all. No, not usually. Mm-mm. We'll find something. We'll find <laughs> something. <yeah. laughs> um. Oh, this has been a great conversation. We've been talking for an hour. Have we? Yeah. yeah. Oh. This is. <laughs> this I has been. Clock, like, this has been great. I know. I was like, can we make this a two part? But no, this is great. I think this was a good stopping point. Um, y'all, if y'all listen to us and you got something to say about dating while black in any city, um, especially LA, please tweet us your um your stories. Mm-hmm. Have you been fetishized? Tweet that shit. Ooh. Tweet it. Have you been? sought after just for your blackness have you been exiled for your blackness tweet that shit at are, you, tea are th- you a black man who's like recently rediscovering the magic of the black girl Ooh, tweet, tweet that shit tweet that tweet it tweet that at me at tina Bila. tell us how your mama <laughs> feels about it <laughs> if you are a black man that i was looking for a single black female tweet <laughs> tweet serious tina. inquiries only <laughs> also for me um. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, um, <laughs> Tina, tell people where they can find you. Um, as previously stated, at Tina Be Like on uh, Instagram and Twitter. So you know, holla at me. Mm-hmm. Dope, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin. Uh, so catch me at Kev is like at Kev is like on Twitter. Um, other than that, just uh, you know, follow us through the uh, sipping tea with Joshua and Kevin. Uh, um, Twitter handle, you know, sipping tea with J and K. This is with JK. With JK. Sipping yeah. tea with JK. <laughs> sipping tea, WJ. Sipping tea, hey, WJK. We, none of us, we, we are terrible at We got to write this down ourselves. and then we say it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, put K on the mic. Also, you can catch me online at um, Joshua Walks on Instagram. You know, trying to build the empire. I'll be posting body pictures if you like that. <laughs> You do. Um, I do. I'm trying to get back in the gym and work on this fitness. Um, but yeah, otherwise, Sippin' TWJ Facebook page. Sippin' T. Casey, tell people where they can find us. <laughs> <laughs> Sippin' TWJK Twitter. Um, and then SRP TV for everything else, basically. Except we're on Facebook. Sippin' T Facebook and SRP TV Facebook. Yes. I'm done. Take it back. <laughs> Just Google it. You can find us <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, and, and share and rate with us. And um, send us some stuff. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until next time. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Sippin' Tea with Joshua and Kevin, the Inquiring Black Guys. We want to thank our producer, Casey Hendricks, Aliyah J. Daniels for editorial oversight, and Otis McDonald for supplying the best tunes. Thank you.